Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Another week, another day, another dollar, another night for the Subby Unqualified podcast. I am your most gracious, most humble, greatest of all time host that you could ever think of, Matt. Today we have the same people as last week, our regulars going forward probably. We have Mr. Edgar Andrew Shelley, and we have Con slash Steven. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Full name out there. Yeah, man. He's trying to get your, uh, you know, where you live. Nick is going to tell him the list of all your fears, all right. the blood type. Should I just throw out my social right now? Yeah. <laughs> I would if all I right? would personally. Uh, no. Nah. So what's up, y'all? Right? How's it been? Uh, any, any anything crazy or new uh, that's not too personal that you guys can reveal to everybody? Uh, anything special happened this week? Anything going to happen? That's pretty special. Anything coming up? What's going on? Do you guys want to know about Garage Part 2? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pick it back up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. Absolutely nothing. I haven't touched it. That's it. <laughs> you just put some duct tape and was like, hope for the best kind of thing? Nope. Just disconnected it and using the front door a whole lot. That's there you where go, we're man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with the front door. As someone who has no garage, I am very fond of the front door, actually. So. I do have a garage, and um, there's a little secret. Once you tell somebody in your family your garage password, it's they just walk in. Just walk you know right in. Mean? You know, but it's all good, though. You know, My favorite good part show. of the day is uh, going to Stevon's house here, punching the code, and everything, and all them like this at the door. We're all like... I just don't know who's walking through it. Yeah, God forbid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dead, you know. Well, nothing new, though, nothing that, special, nothing going on. Um, on my end, of, well, I was gonna say my end of the woods. Um, no, nothing really, man. It's just been a. Uh, I've been trying to play some video games. We'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah. uh, that's all I've been really just working, kids, and trying to play some video games. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? well, I'm preparing myself for a Super Bowl weekend. Uh, I had a. I went to the opening night event on Monday. Monday. Yeah. Um, so I got to see all the players from both teams uh, do their media days live and everything like that. So got pretty close to my dog, Jalen. I uh, got pretty close to Mahomes uh, and all those other guys. Uh, but overall, cool, fun night. Uh, it's the first event of like the Super Bowl. So all the players are there for the first time that haven't been there before. And so they have like the cameras out and everything like that recording us. So yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Definitely a great experience. I recommend it if you could do it. Uh, I mean, obviously you can't do it now because it's over for this week. But they're in Arizona, so everything going on in Arizona that I can be a part of, I'm going to be a part of. Um, yeah. So let's get into the 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 crux of things, the nastiness. I said crux purposely there. Hogwarts Legacy has come out, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, buddy. Yeah, very, buddy. Very, very highly anticipated game. Um, I think it was not announced or anything like that, but tracked and recorded today that it is Steam's uh, second highest early access release ever, only behind Cyberpunk. And if we know anything about Cyberpunk, we know how anticipated that was. So it's going to be tough for her to beat. And it just barely missed it. Uh, yeah, but everything yeah. I've seen looks great. I personally have not played it yet as a PS4 owner. I just I want to buy it for PlayStation just because of the perks I can get, but I want to buy it on a PS4. Uh, so I'm I'm in a weird situation where I want to buy it on PC, but I also want the PlayStation exclusive stuff. So uh, with yeah. that being said, I know Steven has played it quite a bit. I saw him the last couple of days, and he's talked about it every night. 
very little about it, so I can be surprised or taken back by what he's going to say here tonight. So I yeah, know man. you played it. Steven. Tell us about it, man. Uh, I'm about oh, – I don't know. I'm, I want to say I'm about three, maybe four hours in. Um, there is a lot to do. Um, the map is huge. Every room I go into, I can I easily get lost in each room for about like 10, 10, 15 minutes easily. And I'm looking at there's shelves and details uh in those on those shelves of like little trinkets to pictures to ev- anything and everything. It's crazy. The game I as of right now, I am super stoked for the future of this game. I think a lot of first person games should mimic the open world and how clean and smooth it is. Um, And as a Harry Potter fan, I love that they're not telling the same Harry Potter story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they are, they got like, if this, if I didn't know this was Harry Potter, I would still be kind of like, I would be hooked. Like the, the story is really good. Um, There are some some mechanic wise. There are some things I'm not a big fan of. Um, like sometimes I feel like I'm looking down the whole time. Maybe that's yeah. just me. No, uh, I, I really agree. wish it was wish it was easier to come up, or I wish the locking system when I was fighting was a little better. But uh, after at shooting my wand, um, getting a perfect charm or a spell, or just getting that super cool combo, it's so like rewarding. So. I'm loving it, man. And and I did get the $79 one for the Xbox. I didn't get it for the P- PC. Mm. I'm loving it. Loving it. So real quick before we get into the, uh, the peanut galleries review here. Um, <laughs> I when, got him, coach. When, when, when we say, or when you just said what you said, uh, it's different from the other Harry Potter story or whatever. It's something different, something new. Yeah. I, I've, I question what you mean by that because I feel like the two – pieces of harry potter content we've gotten like ip wise they're not mm-hmm. they're not the same outside of them being wizards um so like what do you mean it's outside of the cookie cutter harry potter mold when you say that so um you're not seeing like somebody who's a harry potter fan or or like uh who doesn't want to be in the world they're just a harry potter fan mm-hmm. um is looking for like voldemort they're looking they're okay. looking for something yeah. Where there is minute small things like people's last names that you might not catch. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? Then you hear a last mm-hmm. name, you're like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I was stoked when I heard who the headmaster was. I was like, dang, that's fire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or like, you're, you're going through a part of the garden and you see one of the creatures from Fantastic uh, mm-hmm. Beasts. And you see that and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. I like that. Um, I even like how how the world kind of interacts. Like the storyline is there, but yeah. you could you can get lost doing side quests that yeah. are like yeah, super the, the, dope. the open world is a very open world Yes, yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, what about you? Uh, what, what, what's your uh, take so far? How many hours are you in? Uh, probably around the same three to four. Uh, I haven't done as much story. I've done a lot uh-huh. of exploring, um, just like finding how things work. And yeah. that's one of the things that I really like so far is it's not a game that holds your hand. If there's a, like a puzzle, it's like you got to mess around with it to try to figure it out. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple other things too that are around that same 
kind of puzzle solving that once you get it, you're like, hey, that, that felt pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing I like is it's a definitely a darker tone. Um, yes. Yeah. Just even the starting of the game, it like it kicks off and it's like, OK, this is not your like 11, 10 year old scenario. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. clearly no, you're a little bit more developed and there's a couple little subtle things that they drop. Um, I don't really think it's a spoiler. Yeah, but uh, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell it. If you don't want to hear, it, you can you can skip forward. But what if I don't want to hear it, uh, that's too bad. You get to hear it. <laughs> uh, you probably catch it anyways. Again, I don't think it's anything crazy, and it's literally the opening cutscene. Mm, yeah, it's the opening cutscene. It just throws you in. Yeah, you're 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 talking, and then you're a part of this flying carriage that's being pulled by nothing. And then something happens where a person dies, and mm. then all of a sudden you see the characters being pulled by Thestrals, and it's like, yeah, it's dope. Like, it was such a good touch of like, all right, you only see this when you see death. Sees, this yeah, character see sees death. death, he immediately mm. sees it, and so that yeah. transition was was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then it, I like how like throughout the castle, um, there's kids walking that don't see mm-hmm. them, mm. but as you're walking, your your character will kind of move out of the way as they're coming like way before the carriage gets there, mm-hmm. but other kids are going, Hey, what? Like something just hit me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that little subtle thing is dope, dude. Yeah. And then, and then going to Hogsmeade, it, it was, I thought it was just going to be like a, a trail you go and come back. But I was, I spent almost 45 minutes just running around there collecting cool. pages and yeah. it having, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. I spent That's- a lot of time in Hogsmeade just, just looking around and, it, yeah that's the cool thing is there's definitely an uh an overarching story but if you want to just kind of get immersed and lost in the world they, you, you got plenty of things to look for and do and like i thought i was like grinding pretty hard to find stuff and i'm like not even scraping not even close yeah dude i think i'm at two percent of like all side mission but i'm at like 20 percent of story I'm, yeah. I'm i want the story so bad it's yeah really I, I haven't done much of the story i've just basically been and really like looking around and finding things and just opening up new parts of the castle. Yeah, so it's a really good game. It Let's sounds buy. pretty polished. It sounds like the game came with the price tag that it entailed, and it lived yes. up to the expectation, which I'm happy to hear because that doesn't happen. It's crazy that it sounds it happens more uh less often than not. Oh, yeah, for sure. Comes polished and clean. Uh makes me makes me really appreciate developers taking their time to develop the games and Delaying them a few weeks and you know maybe pushing Star Wars back was a, a good thing. Few weeks. Uh, this was like a year <laughs> delayed. Like it better be Dude. polished with that much. It was delayed. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, with the polishing being said, of course, there's no perfect game. So give me your highest high of this game. Like what just feels great. What 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 do you like about it the most? Like this one thing is the best thing ever. And then give me your like this this could be done better or I wish this was in it. Yeah, I'll go first. So uh, the highest is just you can do whatever you want. Again, like if you want to explore, explore. If you want to follow the story, like it's going to guide you along the narrative. But there's so much other stuff that it doesn't feel like you're playing like a linear game. Uh, The lows, this is something that I thought was really weird. But when you have characters interacting with each other, some of them just look like lifeless, like the, the yeah. model. There's something in their eyes where they're like, it's kind of like that um, that scene from uh, the Rescuers movie 
Where yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're Uncanny about. Valley, where you're looking yeah. at their eyes and you're like, that's that it's close, but it's just it's off enough yeah. to where it looks like they're just looking beyond you or looking through you. Yeah. It's uncomfortable a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's just a weird. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have to say I thought the coolest thing was um the highest is when I was doing like one of my first dueling things. I don't know if it was a duel or it was fighting the ogre in Hogsmeade. When I found out you could grab like the barrels behind mm-hmm. him and hit him, I thought that was fire. And then when he does like the Thor trick and the lightning comes down and just destroys the ogre, I thought that was dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Like super cool. Uh, the, the only thing that's like, the only thing that's that's kind of, like a down for me is the character customization. You kind of have to wear, like you have to look for chests to get like different suits and stuff, like different outfits. Mm-hmm. My character kind of looks stupid. Like, oh man, mine's the op. But again, like that that's that's a different play style. Is like yeah, I've, been, see, I've been hunting, like finding stuff. So, so I'm at the point where like I can't put anything else on, can't carry anything else because I oh, have so already much stuff. wow. So yeah. I messed up and sold all my clothes on accident. So I for like the first part of the game, I was in my pajamas. You know yeah, the mean? undersuit. <laughs> yeah, the undersuit. And I and what's crazy is when I did it, I was running around and people were like, "Nice pajamas," you know yeah. what I mean? And then I figured out how to put my Slytherin stuff on, and uh, now I'm wearing that and I'm kicking butt. But for a while, I had like weird clothes, but um, I was definitely handing that ass though. You know what I'm saying with with those weird pajamas and stuff. But uh, I'm liking it, dude. I'm, I'm really liking it. Um, oh, so I have a question. I didn't. I didn't really look this up. Did you get Slytherin? No. From the the hat. No. So you didn't get Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Okay. The four people that I've asked who've played this game all got Slytherin. I got Slytherin. Everybody got Slytherin. But I had to hold it down for Ravenclaw, so I switched over to Ravenclaw. I had to hold it down for Ravenclaw because no one else has. The worst yeah, freaking no, house that yeah, gets no love. I, in my playthrough, I was the the first choice was Ravenclaw. Really, cool, my, that's like that's my house. Yeah, yeah. See, so I, I like, wanted okay, cool. I answered the questions I thought legit, but um, it gave me Slytherin. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was you like, guys nah. got to your quarters yet? Like, is mm-hmm. it? Well, yeah, you guys are both Ravenclaw. Raven, yeah, both Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw's quarters are fire, dude. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. The cool. door, the door is sick. So the Slytherin yeah. door is sick too. Because of the stink that comes up from the wall. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is sick. Oh, fire. I thought about going Slytherin, but I think when I play it again uh, on like a harder mode, I think I'm going to go Slytherin. I'm just going to go evil and just hand. And I do mm-hmm. see where you can go evil on certain mm-hmm. questions. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely obvious. see it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm, I'm trying not to have, I want some friends. You know what I mean? So let's figure this out. But I like it. It's good. Yeah. I guess the other thing now thinking about it is, uh, I almost wish there was like a mechanic where it was like a, a roll to see like which house you're going to get. And like, it's not really your choice. And then the same thing, which I, I feel kind of cheated a little bit was the wand. Like I get people want to pick their wand, but I feel like it would be cooler if it was like this wand picked you, not like you picking your perfect mm. wand. Yeah. Um, but that one's probably hard to find like a, a common ground. Cause you know, some people are going to want to make their exact specific wand, which is it, it yeah. was cool. But I was thinking, like, during some of the cutscenes, like, oh, it'd be cool if it just spin the dice. Here's what you get this playthrough. Or spin yeah. the yeah, dice. See, Here's who you have to. Which, I think that would have been dope. I would have been dope because when I clicked on first, when I clicked on dragons, whatever, 
uh, when I first clicked on Dragon, um, it it didn't say anything. And then I mm-hmm. select it. And before I went to like confirm it, I was like, mm, let's move over to Phoenix. So I moved over to Phoenix and it's all, ooh, Phoenix. And I was like, that's tight. I like how it said that. It made me feel like this is the one you should have picked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought it was cool. But yeah, I really I, think that would I went with Unicorns. Um, oh, I'd be cur- yeah, I'd be curious to see like how different the cores make the wand respawns. Yeah, but, that explains a lot though that you would go a unicorn though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, coming. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> easy, easy. All right. Uh, so with this game coming on, you guys seen the mechanics, everything like that. Two questions for you. One, does multiplayer even intrigue you with this game? And two, would you be open or would the game work and flow well, mechanically speaking? Uh, with a multiplayer event, aka a Triwizard tournament, um, or any kind of Quidditch, like just a quick multiplayer, like one month long event where it's a Triwizard tournament, you get your ranks, you go up, and just just for fun, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Would the mechanics support it? Would would it even interest you if it came out? That kind of a thing. Uh, you can go first, Con. Okay, so I, I did think about this. I thought about this last night. Um, I think the way the game is, um, I, have, I, I really put it up there with Red Dead Redemption 2 because uh, mm. when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, the multiplayer was like not ready yet. It was mm-hmm. kind of all messed up. So people were just kind of like, don't pay attention to it, just kind of play the game. Um, so I'm kind of putting it in the same boat uh, since there is no multiplayer. It'd be very hard to have a multiplayer in Hogwarts because like there's no like, you're not walking in Hogwarts and all of a sudden there's a troll. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're doing missions as mm-hmm. of right now that I've seen. There's not like random bad guys that I'm just like fighting in the hallways. You know what I'm saying? If it was like that, then I could see it being like, yeah, multiplayer would be cool because I would like to level up. And then next time I walk down the hallway, I could fight two trolls by myself without having to have somebody back me up. Now, if they implicated or added it into the game, I do think it would be cool if they did it ha- where it was like a drop system where it's like kind of like Pokemon Go where you have like five or six people playing at once to fight one troll and then mm. the luck of him dropping like a gold wand or a different hat. That'd be like kind of cool. System. Yeah, like a raid system. But to have like a living, breathing kind of multiplayer world, it'd be interesting and I would love to see it happen if they could swing it, but I don't see it happening with this game. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is uh, It definitely in- interests me. Uh, I think it has a lot of potential. Uh, I don't see it working for this game just because it's, it's story-oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they could take a lot of the elements elements of Grand Theft Auto V to where it's still mm-hmm. open mm-hmm. world, but if you want to do a, a mission, it kind of takes you into your own lobby. That could be something that's cool, but it, it would seem kind of weird if it was just uh, multiplayer and everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Like there's not like a class schedule where you have to be here. It, it yeah, would almost kind of pull you out of the game. Uh, but I, I definitely think this would be like their trial run of, okay, can we get the mechanics and the feel for a third yeah. person game? And then potentially do like a, an MMO where it's just utter chaos. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. We yeah. will continue talking about this game. I'm sure for, a very long oh, wow. time as we get to certain pivot yeah. points and everything like that. Um, probably not as in-depth as we did today because it's the first big review. Yeah, uh, but sure. it sounds like you, you two are enjoying it. Uh, I yeah. personally, uh, although I can't wait to play it, I kind of can. Like I just want I just want the best possible experience 
which means I want this DLC content on the best system. No PS5 yet. Therefore, I won't have those two things come together. Uh, that's where I'm at right now with that. But I will live curiously through you both. Um, yeah, for sure. I will probably get my hands on one of your controllers to play it. Um, pause. Uh, other than that, uh, can't <laughs> wait. But sticking to the gaming theme, <laughs> sticking to the gaming theme, uh, E3 right around the corner. Um, Going to be a weird E3 because mm-hmm. uh, although it hasn't been announced yet, there have been rumblings from like industry insiders, not just like random dudes, reliable industry insiders, uh, that Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo will all not be attending in any fashion whatsoever E3. That includes not taking any kind of stage or any kind of big like moment, if you were. Uh, it also includes not having any kind of show floor. So just nothing. Like you're going to go there and see nothing about those three, which are the three biggest ones, obviously, uh, in gaming. Uh, let me just read real quick what I have here. Um, Xbox current plans for the showcase remains unconfirmed. Uh, previous years they've had a showcase, but recently they've had several layoffs and other cuts, uh, making it kind of tighten its belt. Uh, on a year that had no releases, which is last year, really. Uh, it comes as a surprise, though, given the support for the event in the past. Uh, <clears throat> of the big three, it appeared they would be the most likely to come. However, it seems like they will not be coming. Uh, Nintendo uh, makes sense. They have the Nintendo Direct that just actually happened, I think, today or yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Although they've had oh. Direct for a few years now, um, they have maintained a, a show floor, at least. Uh, seems like this year they're not going to be doing that. I don't don't really know why. Um, and PlayStation dropped out a couple years ago because of uh, disagreements over the Entertainment Software Association, which is in bed with Microsoft. Therefore, it's against Sony. Um, thoughts on those on the three the big three not being there? None of them. Not a single one of them. Yeah, I, I think it matter to the event. I think the question is, do they need to be there? I look at all yeah, three of point. those companies, and they are more than capable of holding their own, having their own directs, having their own keynotes. And people are going to either stream, go. I don't know if E3 is going to be like that relevant. Mm. Going forward, I, I, I'm surprised mm-hmm. they're even still relevant now. Like, uh, besides, what are they showing? You know what I mean? Is it mm-hmm. just tech or is it just mobile gaming? It, well, what is, it, indie mm-hmm. devs. Indie devs mm-hmm. have their, their showcases. Games that um that are gonna Cyberpunk, be on all three. Cyberpunk, for mm-hmm. example, like that was mm-hmm. you don't have to be part of Microsoft to have an E3 showcase with Cyberpunk. So mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh you can still showcase games without showcasing gaming hardware. I think my only thing with like Xbox specifically not coming is that if this Activision Blizzard acquire uh yeah. addition goes through it's going to be a big detriment to e3 because if there's no xbox presence at all that also means no activision blizzard presence mm-hmm. uh you guys aren't upset about like e3 going away like this is like a cultural thing right it's like it's like imagine yeah. the music music no longer had the grammys like mm-hmm. the grammys are going away because there's no support for it it's yeah, like a big cultural wacky. shock to you guys like as gamers no. like no because i could have said maybe 10 years ago it would have been like mm-hmm. oh my gosh but the, the fact is, I get to look up every day information mm-hmm. about stuff coming out. I don't okay. have to wait a whole year before I find out that Hogwarts was getting released. As soon mm-hmm. as the, the Civil War, it dropped. You know what I mean? Imagine you not finding out about Ant-Man in Quantumania. You went to go watch Avatar, and then you saw it. You'd be stoked. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But I, as soon as it was ready, they dropped it. I get to watch it. I, I, I think E3 it was great for what it did. 
but let it go, dude. If you mm-hmm. wanna, if you if you wanna do something with it, get Xbox, get Nintendo, get PlayStation back in line. Do Monday Nintendo, Tuesday PlayStation, whatever, and then do indie guys all like in a line. But E3 is no. We got content in the middle of COVID when nobody wanted to be together. They figured it out how to make it work, and it mm-hmm. it was a home run. So yep. why? No, I don't understand it. Why Why pay to be on that when you can do it yourself? And yeah. not necessarily better, but you don't, you don't have to pay to do it. Uh, For sure. I, I think if developers really want a platform, maybe moving away from E3, but really taking advantage of like TwitchCon or some kind of conference like that, I think that would probably yeah. be the next progressionary state. But how? But how is it different? How, how <laughs> is like I understand TwitchCon the basis of like what it, what it is before mm-hmm. the gaming showcase is different, but like the at the end of the day it's a showcase that'll showcase games, right? Uh, yeah, but you have faces and people behind it, so utilizing your content creators to be able to yeah. drive their popularity for people to come see your potential next sneak peek. Mm. But, fair enough, yeah, fair that, that, and that makes sense because uh, Twitch Twitch is not a Twitch is like a TV show. You're tuning into Twitch to mm. see all the content they have. That's how th- those streamers are, are is Twitch's product. So showing that to the fans, getting the fans mm-hmm. involved, I understand. But E3, uh, I think E3, if they could have made it healthier, I say yeah, go for it. I would healthier. love to go to what do you mean healthier? healthier like. If they had everybody involved, it's like, oh, you're gonna go to E3. We're gonna spend two hundred dollars on a ticket. We're gonna go in and Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Nobody's there. It's like, it's like going to a car show and there's only two cars. It's like, mm-hmm. could have took a picture of this buddy and just showed it to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, I feel like there's not a healthy environment. You know what I mean? It's, it sucks because there's good developers out there that are gonna be at E3 that are not gonna be able to show off their games, but. At the same time, it's like that's the big three that's, there. That's okay. When it gets when we get down to brass tacks, any games are typically better than AAA games. Let's be real with it. So uh, when yeah, you yeah, don't when you don't have a showcase coming out to showcase, hey, this game is coming out. Look how good it's going to mm-hmm. be. And then it comes out, no one's going to buy it because no one's looking for any games. Then yeah, for sure, we have, we have Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo, Nintendo. pushing their developers, not anybody mm-hmm. else's. They can they can care less about unless there's like a partnership. They can yeah. care less about everybody else. It's very clear that all three of them don't care about anybody but the three of them. For sure. So when this great game comes out, they're not going to showcase it at their events. They want to showcase their games. So now yeah. this little now this little indie developer that has the best game you've ever played in your life, you're not going to ever play it. It won't ever come to fruition for what if it's like some revolutionary game-changing kind of game? What if like yeah. if the first for if the first first person shooter, Goldeneye or whatever yeah. it was. If if it wasn't it was showcased, crazy. yeah, whatever it was. If it wasn't yeah, the yeah. first good one, the first good one. If it wasn't showcased <laughs> and put out there, and we yeah. never get FPSs, the entire last twenty five years of gaming changes. Yeah, but the difference is those games came out when there wasn't as easy access to finding things. Like indie indie developers have tons of tools to get their name out there, whether that's social media. Shoot, I mean, For even sure. like Kickstarter campaigns, like. They put a little demo of a game, and if you want to help fund them, if you're really invested that much and you want to see this game come to life, invest in the Kickstarter to help the the developers get it up and going. 
for sure. Prime examples of is Among Us. They gave they instead of putting out a marketing team, they gave that money to some big name Twitch streamers, and they were like, "Hey, play this game on Thursday mm-hmm. with some of your friends, and tell us what you think." And mm-hmm. they did it, and it blew up. Like the whole old school, we have to put out trailers uh at e3 and mm-hmm. and do all this how them that stuff's you could get your cell phone right now and just do a review on your game or post it to instagram twitch anything and that's how people consume it nobody's nobody's going to this you know what yeah. i mean like and i think it's even gotten to the point where content creators are realizing that there's a market for people for games that people don't really know about like i, I can think of a couple content creators that i yeah. follow on youtube that are just like this game's not done. There's going to be bugs, but it's cool. I'm going to show you guys what it is. And I look forward to those videos because it's like, hey, this is this is new. This is different. Yeah, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Rust. I hate that game. I, I tried playing Rust. and I think it's stupid, but I love watching people play it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. And But it's one of those games. It's not a AAA title. It's a... It's... it's if that, but it's fun watching people play it. And mm-hmm. yeah, they, they got me that way. Well, but. I for one am upset that E3 might go away. It's, it's, it's just like one of those staples. It's, it's. I don't yeah. know how to explain it, man. Like, the Macy's Day Parade probably has way less viewers every year, but they still do the Macy's Day Parade. That's just a staple of Thanksgiving. Like, fire though. That's just how I feel about it. I feel like gaming culture is so inclusive of like indie develop. It's it's probably the most inclusive sector besides like film and cinema of like indie. Like I can make a game and make it go big because I can just get to E3 and have a showcase booth mm-hmm. for sure. And and this takes th- not having E3 takes that away, which is what I've been harping about with not just Microsoft. I mean, mostly them, but all three of them. Like they're trying to take away the voice of the small developer by either buying them up and keeping them quiet, or yeah. or doing this kind of thing where the platform we've allowed you to come onto because we're such a big presence. Take that away from you guys. You guys have to come running to us. So that way, if there is a game that's going to be revolutionary and great, you come to us with it, and then we buy it from you, and then we keep you on as like you know what I mean. Like it's just yeah, the absorption of things is it. it, This just is another step in that direction. At some point, the big three will own all the developers that matter, and that's in my opinion not a good thing. No, no, I don't think it's a great thing at all. But at the same time, E three needed to adapt or die. Why didn't they when they noticed that? viewership was going down or whatever why didn't they do a contract with youtube and be like yo e3 youtube sponsored e3 or whatever and now you can watch everything on youtube and and told playstation but it's better than what you're at right now you know what i mean like no 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 the 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 fundamental issue that i have isn't that like there's only so much a showcase can do besides change where they're showcased Mm -hmm. at right so to your point they could go to youtube and say which one YouTube gaming isn't big enough to even think about going there, but you could say, Hey, let's go to YouTube exclusively and do this thing for more money. But it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to have access to Twitch as they already do now. E3 is already streamed through Twitch, which is the bigger gaming platform in the first place. The problem yeah. becomes is that these three major companies that are built off the backs of these developers who have showcased at E3 are now telling everybody the culture doesn't matter to us our money does and that's a that's that's I'm, that, as much like as much as there are a business which i'm usually on the businesses side with these kind of things i usually side with them they, they're the business they have the money yeah they're just slapping every other like they're slapping the culture in the face for lack of a better mm-hmm. term like i don't know how else to explain it like 
the, the, the three of them decided not to do anything whatsoever, not even have a showcase floor, is yeah. like telling every gamer in the world that this thing that everyone loves so much for so long doesn't matter because we can just profit more by doing our own thing. And that to me is like just a slap in the face of the culture, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the, the culture that they've made billions of dollars off of, they're just saying the culture doesn't matter to us, it matters to you guys. I yeah, I, I, I could see I that. Yeah. I just, mm. I just don't know if I was Microsoft. Like, what am I getting out of it? If I can do it myself, which I guess that's to your point. Sure. Like, they're being greedy on it. They, they could think a little bit more, but at the end of the day, like everybody else, isn't what the business is about. It's about the opposite. It's about what, what do we get? True. What's well, about the yeah. love of what gaming is like? The, the yeah. game was built off of indie developers. I, like Snake and Tetris was made off of some guy in a garage coding Snake or Tetris, not by mm-hmm. Apple paying somebody to do it. Or you know what I mean? Like it's sure. just the 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 blood, sweat, and tears built off of indie developers is what gave Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo platform to even be that big of a company. And mm-hmm. they themselves started that way. They were the indie developer at some point, and then grew into what they are now, which is these conglomerates. And they're just saying, like, our roots don't matter. Forget where we came from kind of thing. In lack of a better term. It's like someone getting out of the hood, going big, living in Scottsdale. But I don't know. (laughs) Pick pick LA, Beverly Hills. And then just doesn't ever shout out their hometown again because they're so embarrassed at where they came from. It's Mm -hmm. like the the, hometown is going to be like, yo, man, don't forget where you came from. Like, you came from us. But as long as as the big three are getting money, that's never going to change because – it it's like, hey, do I go put in forty hours a week and get paid, or do I not and get paid? You know what I mean. I don't know about you, but most people are gonna pick. I'd rather not go to work and get paid. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's, the big three are gonna do. They're just gonna sit there and be like, no matter what we do, they're coming to us. You know what I mean? The day that an indie game is the number one game of the year, that's when PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo sit back and go, whoa, 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 what just happened here? You know what well, I mean? I think to Matt's point, though, is I don't think they're going to let that ever happen because as soon as true. they that realize true. that, just... it's, that's ours. Yeah, and then at the, but at the same time, it's as an, as, as trying to support the indie developer, I'm not going if, to... If, if my homie was in the, the indie shop and was like, yo, Microsoft's trying to buy us, do we keep it real or do we sell out? You sell, bro, go! Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's always the case. Uh, bro, more likely most, than not the yeah case. most yeah it, it, you but you at the same time it's like if they're gonna give you the bag and you have one product yeah dude go for mm-hmm. it but not only that but they're they're gonna be able to finance you making that game even better that, that's true. how i see it with like when yeah me too have these big big companies eating up little in, in, indie developers um you know sometimes they make changes that you're not huge on but ultimately they should be there to make that game product whatever it is grow exponentially because now you have resources behind you yeah listen you guys are making good points and i don't agree with any of them all right i'm just saying that if xbox is gonna say we're gonna buy blizzard for the culture then don't in the same breath then don't in the same breath say we're not going to e3 screw the culture anyways moving on uh Just to to bring that back one second, one second, one second. If Xbox does pull that trigger and they do take Blizzard, 
I cool. am a well, if they get it, if you know, place they stop scrying. I don't even play this game, but I will make a WoW account just to support them. You know what I mean? Like I, they will, they will get my subscription for that. Just like yeah. Listen, that's a that's that's I've heard. I haven't played WoW, but I've heard it's a dangerous. Like I it's heard. just you play it one time and you're just trying to grind for thirty years. And that's what I've heard too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Taking to the gaming theme. Do you guys know? Just simple, simple yes or no, real quick before I get into the meat and potatoes. What I'm about to say here. Did you guys know there was even a? Uh, oh, he got uh, lost one. Did you know? Mr. Andrew, that uh, there was a Squid Game like reality TV show coming. Uh, and did you know they were filming it already? And yeah, I did I, not know that. You didn't know. Did you know, Stephen, that there is a Squid Game? There's yes, a Squid Game reality TV show coming out, and they're going to compete the same way they did in Squid yeah. Games. Uh, Andrew didn't death? know. Seems like. We'll get to that. No, <laughs> so Andrew didn't know. Uh, Steven seems like he he did knew or didn't know. Sorry, see my yeah. vocabulary there. Um, so it has come out that the filming and the actual game was turned out to be an inhumane disaster. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the quote at the very top of this article. I'm on board already. We were all injured just by going through that experience. All right. Uh, so. Let me see if I can find what I was looking for. All right. So gathered in a former air hangar near London for filming, unpaid participants. It's fine. You're competing for money. Mm -hmm. Unpaid participants uh, in Squid Game's reality spinoff reportedly faced freezing temperatures (laughs) and fatigue and been woken up as early as 3.30 a.m. and maintained non-set for up to nine hours, unable to move for long stretches of time due to the game they were playing. At least 10 participants collapsed during the first day of filming. Medics were called to the set repeatedly, with one contestant even referring to it as a war zone. Uh, the quote here that's a pretty good one is, The second time the song played, I saw in my left peripheral vision a girl was swaying. Then she just buckled, and you could hear her head actually hit the ground. But then someone came on the microphone and said to hold our positions because the game is not paused. After that, people were dropping like flies. Uh, there was also um, claiming to be rigged uh, that a few like influential contestants were selected or pre-selected to move on to rounds, uh, regardless of like the results. Uh, it sounds like it was just like a mess. Any any thoughts on any of these quotes or anything? Like, did we think anything different was going to happen? Really? I think they probably were executing it as it should have been done. Like. Yeah, you think about the premise of Squid Game, like mm-hmm. terrible idea. You know, you, what I mean? you're like, either getting in or you're getting out. Like, and when you're getting out, you're dead. So, was th- is this the one where it was done in? You said Europe. London. It was done. Yeah, London. The one I saw was done. Uh, it was a couple days ago on Instagram. I saw was it was a whole bunch of like, it was made in Asia. I don't know where, like someplace in China. I think it was. Um, it could have been Japan. I'm sorry, I, I really don't know, but there were a whole bunch of like, buff... makes the most sense. oh, yeah, that makes Not sense Korea. too. Yeah. Um, it was, um, a whole bunch of like buff dudes and like buff chicks, like oh. kind of like some CrossFit style stuff. And like the first mission was just like that, it was just like showing clips of it. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I was like, dude, this kind of looks cool, and then I saw it and I was like, uh, I don't know about all this, dude. People were falling and like literally like 
getting hurt and i was like i don't I'd want to subscribe to this <laughs> i kind of just like yeah 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 i didn't look but, like something i wouldn't enjoy watching my question is how does it differ from like your american ninja warrior or your like wipeout show like obviously wipeout's like a comedy mm-hmm. but like those people are getting slingshotted punched knocked over i can't imagine that that water's warm uh yeah I look at it as okay if that's the entertainment that you're showing up to try to win some money at that's on you like you should kind of know what you're signing up for it's squid games like it, it's a cultural phenomenon you should know that it's going to be intense i think two, two things one when you go to Wipeout or american ninja warrior or something like that i don't think if if they're providing like a stay and providing if they're paying for that stuff like hey Fly out because you qualified. We'll pay for your hotel, all that arrangement. I don't expect to be in the game while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to be warm, in a bed, fed, not part of the game. Uh, the games themselves are one thing, right? Like, if you get hurt playing the game, that kind of is what it is, like you said. Same, I watch Survivor. Like, the whole time, mm-hmm. it's the game. So, if you're injured or fatigued, it is what it is. But they agree and knew that ahead of time. They do they're going to an island. Yeah, but I mean, let's ground. say you you sign up or you get selected to play to to be even be on TV. Are you gonna go and do it for your ten seconds of fame? Are you gonna do it to try to win the money? Like, there's got to be a motive that these people went and participated. It's not like they were forced to do it. So, so I, just, I just don't think sleeping in freezing temperatures when we come up at 3 30 a.m. was part of the deal. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so like like it is the same what game is, that I'm though? thinking of. If it the, is, the, then the, then I'll stay quiet on it at that point. So the, the same game that I'm talking about is is the it's on Netflix. It was a show that Netflix tried to make a reality show about squid games. Um uh, and it yeah, it is the same one where they're like they're wrestling for a flag, but it's mm-hmm. like two grown men wrestling for a flag on top of like sandbags where there, and there's no padding. There's no like a person's wearing a helmet or a mouth guard just in case his jaw gets broken on accident. It's just like two dudes going for it. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I, I don't think they were straight up with the in- contestants on this show. Okay. I think they were thinking, Oh, this is going to be like American Ninja Warrior, where there's going to have like a medic team and all this other jazz. It's not going to be as intense. We're just doing like different like objectives. This was like intense. Like I'm talking about like two bros going at it and like for a flag. You know what I mean? Uh, so they don't get kicked. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's intense. But that's but, so, like, you. You you guys are both saying things that I'm okay with. That's during the game. If I am sleeping. And we didn't go yeah. to bed until midnight because we were filming all day. Yeah. I signed up for the filming. I did not sign up to woken up three and a half hours from my bedtime in freezing cold temperatures. I signed up for these games. The games you're talking about, yeah, I'm okay with. Get hurt, mm-hmm. don't get hurt. It is what it is. It's yeah. the other stuff. It's when the cameras are off, why are we still passing out and why are we still being woken but up this early? But isn't that Squid Games? Like, isn't that like that, in the that, show yeah, too? That's kind of what it's I'm like trying the to show. Yeah, that's what if, I'm trying no, to imply. No, no. It's like continuously film like if if those things are part of the show, like if 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 in the show we see the like actual like reality aspect of it, kind of like a big brother where you're always being filmed. Yeah. I get it. I'm okay with it. And I'll, and I'll, agree, I'll agree with you guys. There. Oh, okay. I get it's, what you're saying now. It sounds like the people speaking 
weren't made aware of any of that going to happen. It's like I if they took a break and they're eating lunch and then all of a sudden yeah, someone but, hits them with the chair and it's like, it's Survivor, yeah. dude. And you're just like, bro, no one, we're eating lunch right now. What are you yes, doing? You exactly. Know? I get what like, you're saying now. Yeah, again, yeah. though, the, the title, the background of Squid Games should, you should be a little bit more well-versed to expect like, hey, this isn't yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. like no five-hour recording session and then I'm going to go take a nap. Like, you should, I would expect. That's it, how it, it should be. Yeah, but is Why? that authentic? That's not Squid Games. If they make a Dungeons and, and Dragons TV show, I don't want to see someone get burned alive because a dragon shooting fire at them. Yeah, it's, but if you sign up for... because this is Squid Games a reality show, right? From it's what not like yeah. it's reality not like a, a Squid Games produced, not real. It's if they want to make it as authentic as possible, there should be some of that crap that they have to go through. Do I personally believe that that's right? No. Would I do it yeah. myself? Absolutely Sounds like not. You do. Sounds but like you do. Yeah, if it's, you're it's wanting like... that authentic content, like you're gonna have to put people through some pretty hard stuff. But yeah, not but if it's content. not part of the content, if it's not like, part, I, I again, I agree with you. If they, if 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 there was like a waiver sign that they they either just didn't read or they knew this was coming, you got me. I'm I'm on board with you. Let me I, let me watch it too while I'm at mm-hmm. it at that point. For it's, sure. It sounds like there was no agreement in place, or that no one was made aware this is gonna happen until I, day one. Squid Games, like that, should be enough. Yeah, that's no. kind of like it, I think there is certain bounds you have to stay within just for TV. First off, legality purposes. Yeah, but also because you just can't go that far with things. If I'm watching, if, if they made a gladiator arena, a gladiator arena TV show, which I'm sure someone has out there, for sure, the stuff Nothing that happens either. like before they get into the arena, like them being starved to death, them uh, fighting within the quarters, them peeing like in a bucket, like. I don't need to see that to see where I came for, which was the gladiator style of fighting. That's what I'm trying to say. They could still I, perform at their peak. I get what at you're saying. Peak, at the performance at peak, if if it's not part of the TV show. Now, if if there was again back to the gladiator arena example, if there was like an understanding, of like hey, the whole time you're treated like a Roman slave, where you're gonna, you're going to be in like same setting, you're going to be filming it 24 seven. Have at it. Not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what, that's what they agreed to. I'm on board. Let I'll be yeah. the first. I'll be the first to sign up and watch it. So, do you think maybe that these people actually were like, "Hey, you you signing up for this is going to be like Squid Games," and those guys were like, "Yeah, I'm into it," and then got on the show and were like, "This is intense," and then cried. You know what I mean? It's like the people Possibly. who go who go out to like those I, I bare grill mean. shows and go like, "Oh, I'm I'm cool being out in the woods for 50 years," and you're like, "Sure." So they sign up and they quit the second day, like mm-hmm. too hard. Like, I think it had to do a lot to do with that. I think people were like, I'm jacked, I'm yoked, nothing could stop me. And then they got punched in the face on accident and was like, I didn't sign up for this. You know what I mean? And they want to go home. So, yeah, I can see that. But I, the way the world is, I bet you it was in the clause, man. It was someplace down in like the fine paperwork. They thought they saw themselves being on TV and they just signed away. You know what I mean? Entirely yeah, because I think about it. The reason they're, they're, they're going on this show is they either want to, 10 seconds of fame, publicity, yeah. or there's got to be some cash price. Again, I don't know anything about the show. I didn't it's the same as the amount of money you would have gotten in Squid Games. Four, 4.56 million, something like that. Cool. Something like that. I can get punched in the face for 4.5 million is what I would tell myself. <laughs> After I get punched in the face, it's probably going to change a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. What if they said that? I'll punch you in the face for $4.5 million and then punch you in the face. Then while you're sleeping, punch you in the groin. 
That's what it's comparable to. Not like comparable to it's this one thing. Makes five million. If you want it enough, you'll stick around. If you don't <laughs> yeah, want that's it enough, true. get out. Like that's yeah. that's kind of that's that's the point of Squid Games. Like either either win or you die. Like yeah, it's like going into like a what's the game called where you drive around in like a circle with your car, like a crash like a derby or whatever. Derby? Yeah, I just like yeah, I signed up for this, but I nobody didn't can, my car to get damaged. Yeah, I signed up for this. But I, you know, it was like, what? You just no, no, you no. Literally no. brought no, your it's car not that. And what it is is behind you. No, you know no, what no. I mean? Like what it is is I signed up to be in that ring with my derby car and getting hit. And you guys crash it before but I, I get hit in the parking lot. That's what it is. That's the difference. Yeah. Yes, you are there yeah, to yes. do this thing. I, but I guess if we have to this see happens, contract. not part of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. I get you. Now, if I guess we can thing, see the contract. If it's part of it, it's part of so it. Again, my, my follow-up question are: Are these non-paid actors? Are they British? Most uh, of them are are, are, are so. like from uh, like Korean or Asian. There's a couple like different I'm sure it's, I'm sure races in there. The, yeah. the, the right. game itself is like the show. Saying, is, if they're British, we all know how we feel about that. British are coming. The red coats are coming. The red coats are coming. <laughs> yeah, we said we don't care. Right. Put a tea out in the harbor, boy. Uh, we'll right. Squid Games. They they so staying it. with the topic of Netflix and how much clearly you two love them uh. to death without any kind of worry whatsoever. I can't wait to hear you guys hype them up about this one and defend them for this one. Capitalist. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> uh, the title of the article is Netflix unveils plans to prevent password sharing. Uh, users must log into Netflix via their primary location's Wi-Fi network every 31 days. Uh, a couple of FAQs uh, that, by the way, have since been deleted by Netflix. I'll get into that mm-hmm. right after. Uh, they say the company uses information such as IP addresses, device IDs, and account activity to determine whether a device signed into an account is connected to the primary location. A device may be blocked from watching Netflix if it's deemed to fall outside of the household. As further set out in the guidelines, if you are the primary account holder and you find yourself traveling between locations, you can request a temporary code to access Netflix for seven consecutive days. Alternatively, you can update your primary location if it has changed. If subscribers want to share their Netflix account with someone who doesn't live with them, they can add a member to their account. Members can also transfer a profile from an existing account elsewhere Allowing them to yeah. keep their personalized data on another account. Oh, well, how thoughtful of them. Uh, the plan to convert borrowers, uh, aka those who are using Netflix accounts that are owned by separate households, to paid subscribers <laughs> is expected to roll out by the end of March with introduction of account share restrictions and extra member fees in more countries. However, with Netflix raising prices, introducing ads, and not pressing forward to plan to stop password sharing, you may be considering canceling Netflix subscription and looking at other streaming choices. IGN's got connected. Yeah, yeah, IGN. Get out of here with your ads. Uh, cool. So sounds like they're going to try and restrict this access. Uh, since this article has come out, though, Netflix did take out all the FAQs from their website and say this was a premature, like, this, this shouldn't come out kind of a thing. Uh, so Whoopsie. So shout out to the developer that that leaked it on accident or on purpose, or maybe trying to cover their tracks because it got a lot of backlash. Uh, but thoughts on all that, Steve? I'll start with you because you're probably chomping at the bit to defend Netflix after the whole Squid Game thing. No, I think Netflix is um, it, they're they're shooting themselves in the foot with this. Uh, last year, Netflix lost over two hundred thousand, I think two thousand two hundred fifty. Uh, subscribers they've already done this too i think in like europe and like new zealand i want to say they've already done this and it went terribly they they lost a grip load of subscribers 
Um, I think it's I think it's trash. I think um, if I'm paying for a if I'm paying fourteen or twenty bucks for a family plan, I should and it gives me five devices. Netflix shouldn't care how I use those five devices. It should be that, that's just how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they made better content or they made uh, content that wasn't lacking, um, I think this wouldn't even be a thing going on right now. Um, we have people agreeing and disagreeing in the chat. Um, but I think if Netflix, I think right now Netflix got to the top of their game and then everybody else caught up really fast. And I think Netflix is super nervous. That's what I, I think. Have a, I think I have a way different take than that. But I'll let so I think, I think Netflix has that blockbuster, uh, nothing can take us out kind of feel. And Netflix did come through and took out Blockbuster. I feel right now that Netflix is on that throne and they're like, no one's dethroning us. We're going to tell everybody what to do. And then all these streaming platforms started running up. And now Netflix is like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Mm -hmm. And I think this is their thing to get two or three extra. I think they're getting, they think in their head that they're going to go like my aunt, throwing my aunt out there she uses mine in the other side of arizona um i think netflix thinks i'm going that she's going to cancel or i'm going to tell her she has to get off and that she's going to subscribe mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think they think they're going to get more where the numbers are not showing that they're sh- it's showing the complete opposite but yeah that's how I, think, I, feel. I think the biggest misstep that netflix has is they think they are too relevant that if if i cancel i I'm going to want to come back or I'm going to have to sign up. Or if somebody on my account who's sharing with me, if, if they get kicked off the content that Netflix is providing, is that much of an incentive I agree. for them to sign up where, yeah, Netflix has got some good stuff. Uh, Cobra Kai is awesome. Stranger things is awesome. Both of them are ending in the next year or so. Um, okay. Come on, man. So I, I think, I think that, they're just stuck in a rock in a hard place because there's a lot of competition that is pumping out some really good content. And yeah. honestly, with them taking the office off of Netflix, that was like the biggest thing for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't open Netflix that often anymore, but I, I, I see how they're trying to make it less controversial by being like, yeah, you can, you can split the payment or you can add somebody on for this. And cause that's really what it comes down to is that people don't want to pay the full price, but they're okay with paying half the price with somebody else. So that's what they're trying to reason it out. But hmm. the, the hard part is 2017 Netflix tweets that sharing. Is yeah. Love is yeah. Password. I saw like, that. That's funny. That's that's funny. That, that did not age well for you guys. That did not age well. So, let me give my uh, – remember I told you guys I'm usually on the side of the business? I usually mm. am, and you guys are about to show. I'm going to showcase it pretty well here. Uh, not like not like I'm, I'm – not pretty well <laughs> like I'm smart or anything like that. Just like I defend the business on these things. Uh, True. Okay, so the, the statistics are, 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 are one thing. Like, like Steven said, they lost, I think, 2 million subscribers, and they expect to lose another – Another hundred, couple hundred thousand, if not another million in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy to you guys, but a drop in the bucket for Netflix. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Both those numbers. Um, the market share Netflix has 
and this is market share, not like total subscribers, uh, is like 20% or something like that. I think that's closest one is HBO at like 15%. Um, that's a massive gap in market mm-hmm. share. A ma- that's like, that's like a gap as big as like Verizon wireless and like mint mobile. That's a mm-hmm. massive gap. Um, so with that being said, there's nothing Netflix needs to do or will do to maintain subscriber ownership. Uh, what I mean by that is this isn't this, the people that are going to cancel are going to cancel regardless. And the ones that aren't, mm-hmm. aren't going to cancel. I think, okay, let me clarify something real quick. I think maybe Amazon prime video might have uh, as many or just like slightly less subscribers than Netflix. I don't count them because everyone has prime and it's free with prime. That's it's cheating. Um, so I don't count that. Uh, with that being said, the, the quality of content has not been that bad. I don't think, um, uh, it may not be your guys' cup of tea, but it hasn't been bad. I mean, they've had multiple Oscar-nominated films the last couple of years. I think they have a couple this <clears> year. <throat> uh, they have multiple Emmy Award-winning TV shows the last few years. Wednesday just came out, which was the biggest TV show on the planet for like two yeah, months. Yeah, I forgot straight. about Wednesday. Um, I think I, I'm a besides HBO Max. I think Netflix personally for me has the biggest pool of original content that's that's the best in my opinion and that's just me going based on the fact that when i open up my tv i click netflix first before anything else even though i don't watch a lot of netflix things but with that being said everyone reported quarterly losses this last quarter on streaming services uh it it has to do more with pricing than it does actual like content if we're being real with things um it's getting to the point where it's costing as much as cable subscriptions like just having all them together. So you have to cancel something. And so therefore someone just loses out based upon what someone watches the most. With that said, it's still a 6% gap between the next closest person and Netflix. So I think what really is happening here, I think Netflix has such a strong market hold and such a strong market share that it won't go up too much more to make a revenue difference. Um, the people that are using Netflix are, gonna, are not going to cancel it. Like it's, it's, it's hard to explain that, but like, no one's canceling Netflix the same way. No one's canceling Amazon Prime. Like, no one's canceling that. It's just what they use because it's just mm-hmm. so convenient and, and useful. So, what's the alternative here? We can't so grow I- our subscriber history by like just having new acquisition customers. What we can do is the ones that are true customers, so they're not going to cancel Netflix. We can hit them with the subscribership. So, <clears throat> to to what Stephen is saying here about her, his aunt. If Steven had five people sharing off his account, I don't know if he does or not, and his aunt doesn't subscribe. It's actually six. Let's say like your, your four aunts don't, don't subscribe, but the one does. They don't lose any more subscribers. They actually mm-hmm. gain one, even though four people don't watch it anymore. Even if we go down to all five not watching, but you still have it, they mm-hmm. still have not lost subscribers. They're only keeping the one they already have and then maybe getting more on top of that. Yeah. Uh, so there is not but, but a losing well, situation here for them because of that. Oh, there's a no, there's a huge losing situation for them. Huge, huge. Right now, Netflix. Besides, out of all of content for Netflix, how much of it is owned and produced by Netflix? A small amount. Yeah, I know. Right now, the, a very small amount. The only thing that Netflix is is the best example I've heard was Netflix is like a food court. There's Subway, McDonald's. There's different Mm -hmm. food companies out there. Well, once they realize, oh, we don't need the food court. People are going to Subway down the street. 
they're going to back out of that food court and they're going to back out. That's why you're seeing these. You're, that's where you saw the, where's the office streamed at right now? Peacock. You know, Peacock. So Netflix lost the, the office. office. So when Netflix starts losing and contracts are starting to get up, like, uh, with, um, like I'm a huge anime fan when they start losing those shows, there's going to be a lot more anime fans going, Oh, I don't want to watch. They lost Attack on Titans. They lost the. They lost different Naruto. They got Demon Slayer. That's awesome. But they're losing IPs at a rate where it's not going to be worth it to me, and they will lose a subscriber because when Crunchyroll or Shippuden comes out or they have their own streaming service, I'm going to subscribe to them. I'm not going to. I go to Netflix because there's a couple shows that I like to watch on Netflix, but. Once Netflix loses those IPs and it's just Netflix TV shows, there's only, I can only think of maybe four or five movies. That's even with TV shows that are exclusive to Netflix that I like everything else at the moment. But at the same time, if they're charging me $14 to watch their exclusive stuff, I don't think the money's worth it to me Mm -hmm. because I'm coming to That's incredibly like, uh, that's incredibly short-sighted and narrow and kind of narrow-minded to say in a sense because in five years there could be your favorite anime ever on netflix right it could be yeah a hundred percent but as say, of like right- it, it just it would just like it i can just cancel it because i never watched it again the, the ip they have is gonna it's still like large enough and broad enough that it's gonna be there for about five to ten more years by then they're going to have a, like if we th- think about the essence of Netflix and what you watch, the trendy now like layer is usually always their TV shows or movies, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. ones talked about are usually their TV shows and movies. So the we, Office, we'll... the Office got lost. What they do, got Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> it so just like, replaced it. it. It's just just looking, show. just looking in their top ten, you see Tiger King, one season. I, I, it was, it was all time. Relevant. It's all time. This is their all time. Okay, it was. It was. This is their views. Squid Games, yeah, everybody watched Squid Games because it was it was pop culture, like it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was it was it, it's amazing. But there's 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 stuff here that like that once you get past ten or once you get past, and there's a couple in the mids that in between one to ten that they're done. Those shows are done. Like they're it's over for those shows, right? Okay. So if I get rid of Netflix right now. There's nothing on Netflix that's keeping me on Netflix. Like mm-hmm. there's, but maybe Wednesday, but even then it was a good show, but it's, I'm not tuning in to see Wednesday. Like maybe there are some people are, there are, I tune in for a lot of the older anime stuff and, and like these weird documentaries, but those are not, those documentaries are not owned by Netflix. There, a lot of those are owned by different companies that are waiting for that contract to finish so they can pull their stuff so if netflix's original content is is there's we'll just give them say 20 good ones but they're right now they're at 100 tv shows and they only have 10 good ones i'm not paying 14.99 for that i i'd rather go watch the stuff that i know is good and i know what i'm getting for my 14 dollars. you know what i mean like that's what i'd rather do the only reason i have a family plan is for my aunt in and then for my mobile device um, if I can get it down to nine bucks, I, maybe nine dollars is worth it. But yeah. So then there this are, change that this change here now doesn't even match what you're saying. That the contract is if in five years they never make this change, 
They expire yeah. regardless. You're going to cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been I debating then, then to the topic at hand, this doesn't matter to what I'm trying to say to you. The point is yeah. they're going to yeah, lose it, subscribers it, regardless. It's more of like a final uh, – it's more of like the final push for me because this is uh, the tip of the top of all the bad news Netflix has been coming out with. The fact that they're canceling shows that have good following, um, they're the fact that they're canceling shows that – have TV though, I mean, that's gonna happen in TV, mm-hmm. yeah. Titans, 100%, but... I love Titans, Doom Patrol canceled. I love Doom Patrol. I'm not canceling mm-hmm. HBO Max because of those things can cancel. I but think, see, I ha- as a consumer, I, I have the I have the possibility of, of canceling, of so, course. It, so you don't. but see, that's what I think with Netflix is it's price raised. Then it was, hey, these shows are not hitting what we want them to hit, so we're canceling the whole show. It's like, dude, you guys are losing shows to different IP to different streaming companies. And then you're you're canceling your own content that it's like, dude, you need to have as much content available. So when these people leave, there's something for people to watch instead of coming out with a reroll. Hopefully this show's good. And it's like, what? Like, I just think they're shooting themselves in the foot by getting rid of so much content. That's just in my opinion. But get yeah, to the password sharing. That's what I'm trying to get to. This doesn't affect what you're top. saying. Let, 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 let me chime in real quick. Yeah, go for it. So I think it's because Netflix has had a change in what their priorities are that they're getting such this negative publicity because at first the Netflix always has been about the views. How many people can we get to view our stuff? True. And now it's more, how do we get people to become subscribers, which yeah, that's, that's a big business strategy. That's for them. The problem is, Membership versus viewers are two completely different demographics. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get your viewership up, you don't necessarily have to get your membership up. Netflix Shouldn't. is in a place yeah. where they now need to get their membership up to keep their viewership up. And so now it's become dependent on because they don't have how are they getting income? Okay, so to my point, what you're what you're what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say here at the end of the day is that this is I'm not saying like Netflix is like making money they're clearly not mm-hmm. what i'm saying is that this is the step to course correct to make money hey right. all these viewers are here we have five viewers per one paid subscriber we need to change that we're not going to lose viewership or, or we're not going to lose subscribership i should say the one subscriber is probably going to stay and for every one that we have we can probably get three more on top of that so because we can't get more viewership because we can't get more growth now with our regular model we had before we can't just stay stale as a company. We have to right. continue to profit. So How do we do that? We get more subscribers, naturally speaking, right? That's the only method in streaming. Not only that, but if Netflix is in a place where they're not making money, how are they in a place where they can get good quality content without being able to buy it or to pay for it or to find? That's kind of where I was trying to go. So th- that again, I, I don't agree with what Netflix is doing. I think that's on them to figure it out. The consumer shouldn't be penalized for the way that they operate. And it seems like the consumer is getting penalized here. But at the same time, I like Netflix content. Am I willing to step away from them just to stick it to them? Probably not. Would I be upset if Netflix as a company just tanked and now I had to solely base my binge watching on another company? It would be kind of sucky. Would I be okay with my mooch of a brother paying for his own Netflix subscription? Absolutely. <laughs> that that's where I'm at. But, yeah. but let's so to get to your point of like how the 
the consumer is being detrimented here. Is this not the name of the entertainment game? I cannot go to a movie theater, buy a ticket for 10 bucks, and share it with my whole family what I watched via videotape or anything like that. That is mm-hmm. the consumption of how media has always been consumed. Always. Until True. the until the essence of DVR at TV at home, you couldn't watch reruns unless you had mm-hmm. to go at a certain time of the day. That's just how entertainment's always been. So for the 50 or for the four people complaining about the one person paying for everything for the last 30 years of their life in terms of like Netflix, mm-hmm. you go to a theater and spend 10 bucks to watch a movie one time. And you can't bring that home to, for me to watch. There's no yeah. difference. There's no difference. The box office yeah. numbers don't go down because of that. If that makes and sense. I, I think the majority of the people that uh, – I don't know if this is true or not. It doesn't affect me because I already pay for it. It's going to affect my brother. I don't. True. Yeah, I don't because pay. he doesn't pay for it. So if they do it, great. I don't care because I'm not that person. I'm the person yeah. that's, that's sharing. He's a mooch. Cool. Kick him so, off. So I think- that point. I think if, if if Netflix, somebody in the comment, um, Rebecca said that the foreign, because I think she has a VPN or however she gets her content, she's probably stealing it. But, um, <laughs> the, like um, the so foreign, I know, right? Um, the foreign catalog is amazing. That is true. I was at a buddy's house who has a VPN and he had way more movies and content, you know what I mean, on his Netflix account than I did. I thought that was awesome. If they opened it up and, and just made it visible everywhere, I think it's worth it to me, but the fact can, that though. Licensing. I know that's not yeah, Netflix's fault. Yeah. yeah, it's not that's not Netflix's fault. I totally understand it. I think it's cool, but I'm looking at a top. Uh, it says it's the top services, like it's a map of the of the world. Uh, the Canada and the United States, not even close. Netflix doesn't even. They're not even in our top three, or they're three now. It's Amazon, Disney Plus, then Netflix for what um, active subscribers active subscribers like and most watched most um, watched is one thing most, or most watched like doesn't pay the bills let's be real like mm-hmm. that's, that's the point pays I was trying to make is getting eyes on the content it doesn't matter anymore it used to be hey how many people can we get to watch because now they're yeah. going to come and be a part of our services Yes, For that's sure. not their model anymore their model is hey we need more money therefore we need more subscribers so right now, Netflix is right now. It shows from 2018 to 2022. It does show Netflix just killing it. They're still miles ahead of everybody, except the, for Prime. I think because Prime again, Prime's free with what you get. So uh, yeah, that's that's hard Prime's, uh, no. Yeah, so Prime. when it comes to strictly streaming, like streaming content, like the most watched, active music, users, music, and everything, are just. No, just content for streaming, um, like TV, like entertainment, TV shows, entertainment like that. Um, uh, Disney Plus, I would think because of all the kids, Muppet Babies is running right now in my house. You know what I mean? Because of, of the kids. So I, I get that it's a little jaded because you know, it's just constantly running. But uh, Disney Plus is making a run for it with, with new subscribers and in hours watched, but. They're also Disney's also purchasing IPs left and right, trying to boost their catalog. So, but even even Disney's even, not in the same financial predicament that Netflix is in. They never will be. But yeah. to the point of like what I'm trying to say, and like if you're bringing up Disney, we can bring them up. They just reported losses of subscribers for the first time in their history of Disney Plus. Yeah. So yeah. like, and you, they went like from. It's, it's not like the business model is working for everybody. It needs to change, unfortunately. Like, and Netflix has always been the pioneer in this category of how these things change. 
I guarantee you, all of them are going to mock them now. Disney Plus, HBO Max, oh, Hulu, yeah, for sure. And then in two years, yeah. they're going to do the same thing because the top dog led the way. Mm-hmm. So it's, from- it's, it's the Apple conversation. Apple just has the market share and does what they want. Netflix is unfortunately the same way, and everyone's going to follow behind them. Until so, HBO Max takes over, I pay HBO for all mine, so it doesn't matter. Not yeah. to me, at least. It's hurting yeah, me, to, but to, I'm on their to side. Me, to me, with it, uh, and Netflix actually, when Disney lost, Netflix technically gained. Um, yeah, but Disney lost around four hundred thousand subscribers. Subscribers, yeah, uh, from uh, August to the end of last year, I was like the thirty-first. Netflix did add, but to me, my money's not. I'm not banking on netflix there I, I don't netflix comes up third in my options of things to watch but and, yeah, that's and just me. real quick just, this has nothing to do with netflix whatsoever your crunchy roll thing might not ever happen warner Bros. owns crunchy roll they had it on there yeah. for like a month and took it away so yeah, yeah good for luck sure. waiting for that uh cool let's move into our final thing of the night our big game the game that yeah. i your ever so humble champion will win uh, we're going to do an over-under. They're really – or not an over – yeah, over-under. Yeah, uh, over-under. There's going to be a winner. It's it's opinionated. If Steve wants to call a winner, he's more than welcome to. He is yeah, our yeah I'm definitely going to call a winner. And whatever you say, Andrew, you're definitely winning tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. so got this, buddy. Uh, the way the game works is Steven's going to ask us, just give us something, topic, a person, a place, a whatever movie. it is. And he's going to say overrated, underrated. Uh, I guess we can say just right. I don't know how much fun just right is. It's kind of just copying out. Boring. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see what's over. Just right. We'll do over yeah. under. <laughs> we'll see over under, uh, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So, so cool. we've got a couple yeah. categories. Um, I do want to throw in one of the comments of the night. Podcast almost over, but it did say uh, "buy Eagles buy." We're going to be pinning that on the Twitch top. So thanks, man, for the top comment. Appreciate it. Let's do this. All right. So the first one we're going to go since we were talking about TV. We'll bring it up. I have my feelings on this, but I want to know if it's overrated or underrated. And I'm going to say Breaking Bad. Ooh. What are you going to say? I've recently go first. And Andrew, since um, you were first one to say the ooh, we'll get you uh, going first. Overrated, underrated. Keep it to about 30 seconds of an explanation. Let's roll. Uh, I definitely feel like it would be overrated just because it's talked about. However, it's still a great show. I like it a lot. I've recently been rewatching it, but it got way too much hype for its time. I think there was some episodes that were really good, but there was a lot of episodes that were filler and a lot of a whole season I can think of that was just like, yeah, I can feel you on that one. That All same right. person. Okay. I guess that means I'm up. Uh, so uh, let me start by saying go birds. Uh, if you're not the chiefs, don't speak to me. Cause you're not playing us uh, this week. Um, so overrated, underrated um, breaking bad. Let me tell you probably about the most overrated TV show I've ever seen in my life. Um, not better than narcos, Mexico, not better than narcos, not better than even prison break. I put it right there with prison break. And for them to think it's like one of the greatest oh, things oh. since sliced bread is unbelievable unbelievable it they make it seem like it's the best tv show in the world they make it seem like better call Saul a spinoff is 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 just an amalgamation of how great that show was look how good this one is compared to that one and and because that one was so good we can get out of here with that all right Mm -hmm. give me 
Muppet Babies over freaking <laughs> Breaking Bad. All right. All right, I get you there. Uh, well, and I'm going to be the decision maker. But you said overrated, Andrew? I said overrated as well. I'm going to go also go overrated. It's a clear overrated show. I tried three times to watch it. It wasn't there. But good. All right. But good. Let's clarify that. Yeah, it, it is, it's good, it but is it's, good. it's overrated. It just right, takes this until one, the final season before you're like, hey, we're, we're here. We're finally yeah, here. This, yeah. This one right here, uh, it's an OG show. It's called Friends. Do you think Friends was, remember, overrated or underrated? Remember, think about the time when it came out. Overrated, underrated. Matthew, you go first. I'm 25 years old. Okay, oh, let's be very quite clear about that. As 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 don't cut it too deep. Don't as cut iconic, it too deep. As iconic as Friends is to everybody else who is 50 years old and older, uh, it you know how like Big Bang Theory is for us now. Yeah, that's where I classify Friends. Like if it's on, I, I maybe won't change the channel, but like I'm not yeah. seeking out Friends. Um, it's just like, it, it, I don't understand the love behind it. Give me Seinfeld yeah. before. Give me Seinfeld and Martin before I get friends. Yeah, I right. agree as well. Overrated. It, hey, there's no so debating think, on this one. About the show, like it, it's a comedy in front of a live studio audience. There was nothing like trailblazing about it. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a big I, like cult following of it, but yeah, very clearly cult following. So we have in the chat somebody somebody saying overrated too. So uh, I think it's a landslide overrated. I uh, overrated, and it hasn't um, aged well. Yeah, it's not it's not aged well. Like, you know, like that '70s show, Fresh Prince. Those it, Martin, it 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 translates really well even to this like this time. Mm -hmm. Friends does not. No, it's just. All right, next one we're gonna go into food or fast food. Fast I'm gonna food. say is is this overrated? or underrated let's go the double double from in and out is it overrated or Ooh. underrated i think i go first and, and everybody time. here has had one right like yeah, of course okay just making sure all right uh let's go with you andrew what do you got that is a good question i am definitely with the chat on this one I'm probably gonna lean towards overrated just because you have like people that are like die hard. In and out is the best burger. Don't get me wrong, In and Out's a good burger. I like it, enjoy it. Yeah. But there are far better burgers. Um fast food burgers. <laughs> fast food burgers, burger. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I'd say it's overrated just because of how people react to it. People people react like it's like the godsend burger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Send it, Matt. Well, uh, I don't think we're going to debate at all tonight. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> Underrated, man. The double-double from no. In-N-Out might be the greatest burger. Not because of the taste specifically, Ooh. but because of a few things. I can get into a mile-long line and be out of there in five minutes with a hot, <laughs> fresh burger. Okay? Oh, I could have $4 in my pocket. I could buy double double of fries and a drink. Come on. Wait. Five guys isn't fast food. Takes 30 years. Number one. Delicious burger. Takes 30 years. Okay. I have to yeah. I, I used to work with this guy down here, uh, Mr. Andrew. And we used to have to order five guys two hours ahead of time before we could even get our lunch. It was disgusting. Um, 
for the amount of difference I can get in your not burger, give me it all day of the week. Price difference. It, it, there's nothing any other fast food burger has over this burger outside of flavor, but it competes for that with everything else with price and, and just quickness. You're literally in and out. I didn't realize like the name of it until like two months ago. I'm because I was in a line. I was like a, again, like a mile long. I was in and out. That like is true, minutes. man. Every it's time you go to in and out, it's like a mile long. But you're out of there like five minutes. But so, are you full after you eat a double double? Like let's say let's, let's say just burger, just burger, not fries, yeah. not drink, burger. Because I know I could throw back two, maybe even three, easily. Because easily. it just feels like it's mostly air. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, you. Just, I'm sorry, just burgers. <laughs> I'm sorry you husky boys can't finish a burger in one sitting, but I can. Okay, I'm good with just one burger. I don't care. Like, All right, I don't care about the bun being full. Of I'm air. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Andrew on this one. In and out is no it's double double specifically. Okay, the double double is the one of the most consistent burgers of all time. You know what I mean? But to be sent by God, mm, I don't know about all that, man. Sometimes I feel like a, a five guys burger just hits the spot like better than an, uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say, you want to know why it hits the spot? I'll, I'll tell you why. Cause you're hungry. And you're like, oh, I should get a burger. You don't get it for three hours. <laughs> so, of course, it hits the spot. You've been hungry for three hours. All right. All right. All right. We'll go to the next one right here. This is one of my favorites. So, it better not be anybody talking that shit. Um, overrated or underrated? The Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. I feel like it doesn't get enough hype, but yeah. tell me how you guys feel. Yeah, so I think about, I, I, I have strong opinions about Taco Bell. It's so strong that I don't care what the menu – it could be a Baja Blast, underrated. Everything at Taco Bell <laughs> is underrated, dude, okay? Taco Bell, when we talk about heaven-sent fast food places, Taco I think Bell. God literally hand-created Taco Bell himself and said, hey – Holy Spirit, when I send you down there, make sure you stay at Taco Bell a little bit extra longer. Yeah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit said, let's make a perfect creation. He said, crunch wrap. Thank you. So Give me the crunch wrap any day of the week. It is underrated, as all Taco Bell is. And I don't care about what happens after I eat it. I'm eating yeah. it. It's delicious. God giveth, God taketh away. That's how I see it when it comes to All right, Andrew, what are you saying? Underrated as saying? well. It's definitely like an item that people sleep on too. Like I know I've been caught sleeping on the country app, but when I get one, I'm like, this was a good decision. Dude. But I, I'm right there with you, Matt. Like there is, I don't think I've gotten, I maybe one thing off of the, the menu of Taco Bell where I've been like, ah, that didn't slap, but like you could try something new. And the fact that they are so creative, they, I mean, they got tacos. <laughs> a thousand different ways. The yeah, someone dude. in the chat said uh, double decker taco. I never had it from Taco Bell. The double Bell. decker was really good. When you when you look like the the uh, to your to the point of what Andrew just said, everything I've ever had there is always good. I had a it was in my diet phase. I had a Baja Blast Zero. I was like, this Slaps. is gonna be just this is gonna be disgusting. <laughs> That's my, that's my go-to drink now for everything. Hey, uh, the naked chicken chalupa. Everyone's like, "Why is there a chicken wrapped around some beef to make this chalupa?" That looks weird. Delicious. Shouldn't have taken away. Yeah, everything there is true. good. The French fries that they make, best French fries ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my so wife I never, tacos so the better, only, By the way, the only no, thing. Not wait. Yeah. That's like Del, dollar store Del, taco. Yeah. Bill. No, Del Taco has better French fries, but let's not get into that. Um, yeah. 
Fire. Go ahead, continue. Um, I didn't have any other chicken wings from Taco Bell. If you guys have, I, I haven't. Oh, the wings are bomb in the chat. The so wings? I never had Taco Bell I wings. The wings? Good. I didn't even you know. I called the other day. I'm about to go to wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, can, I can confidently say that I've never gone to Taco Bell and said, wow, the wings look like I should get those there tonight. Somebody in the chat blew it up, said the wings are bomb. Chick-fil-A is, uh, is testing, testing wings, wings too, but... Hey, then you could say that Taco Bell did it first. You know, what I will say I'm a chicken wing snob, so Ooh. my my I'll have to try that this week, and we'll, we'll have to report back. All right, let's go into uh, the video game world. These are kind of genres, or not genres. These are franchises that maybe overrated or underrated. First one's going to be I hate to throw it up there, but Halo, mm. overrated or underrated. Yeah, Still overrated. Oh, no, is oh, it, oh Andrew, my bad, Andrew. Overrated. Overrated. Uh, I think it again, there wasn't really anything that was revolutionary. It was a first-person shooter. Did it change the FPS genre? Not really. I think Call of Duty changed that more so than Halo. I think you got a great story, but as we've seen in recent times. They can't even hold on to their their current crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be All fair, right, so can Call of Duty. Um, but as a friend, uh, the bus. Halo, man. Uh, it's a game I never played when I was younger. Um, so, like, the nostalgia for me isn't there, per se. The times that I have played it, I was so used to Call of Duty that it just felt disgusting to me to play. However, uh, this is one of the ones I'd put, like, in the just right, but I can't. So I'm going to say slightly, slightly, it's going to sound crazy, underrated. Slightly. Only because I can't put it in just right. And the reason for that is because the content we got from Halo on YouTube probably changed the way YouTube gaming is. Like the the Red versus Blue Wars, all the skits Mm -hmm. people did, everything like that. uh, It really changed like entertainment on on YouTube. And uh, Griffball was probably the first like community created game that got so popular that like they had to put it in the game yeah. uh so it kind of revolutionized two big aspects of gaming one how we consume like the media of gaming you don't have to just play the game and record that you can actually mm-hmm. do other things um and two the community designed maps community designed games that we get now probably don't happen if we don't get griff ball in the first place so because of those yeah. things i say underrated yeah, but they haven't right. given that to us in like ten years. It's true. They haven't. They haven't. Okay. I just think for for where they are at at the right time, they're they're you got to give them the slightly underrated, uh, just, but just slightly, yeah. yeah. But we'll end it there. I would have to go with 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 Matthew on that one. Next one is this one's a tricky one, but I'm throwing it in there. It's the Mario franchise. Do you think mm. it is overrated or underrated? I would like to hear yours, Matt. It's ah, a tricky one. When I first wrote it down, I, I went one direction and then completely yeah. went the other. It's underrated, in my opinion. Uh, just because the franchise has brought us so... It's the same thing I talked about with Halo, kind of. like It just brought forward so many enjoyable games that are like great right like party games were a thing before mario party but mario party is like the best party game in the world um the nintendo 64 mario like that's probably one of the 
the very first and great open world games, quote unquote open world, um, where three D model, yeah, three D model will let you like walk around and let you do different things other than just like this flat two D surface. Mm -hmm. uh, Luigi's Mansion, man, that's a great game. I just think like the entire franchise of Mario brought us so many good things, and there's games people don't even think of that are like mm -hmm. up there, like Mario Sunshine. Oh, what a game! Mm -hmm. Fantastic yeah. game. Can play it any day of the week, and people don't even think about it. In the top Mario games. Um, the the old movie that was a good movie, like for what it was. Like <laughs> I like the old Mario movie. The one coming out looks pretty good. Mario Kart, love Mario Kart. Everything about Mario is just like. And what's good. crazy? But again, oh, slightly underrated. Slightly underrated just because I can't put it in just right category. Yeah, it's just hit underrated. I, I'm right, right there with you. I think honestly, I I would say that the Mario franchise has nailed and has gotten to the point where it's so large that they can do weird things and still get good results from it. Uh, I mean, if you even think about, yeah, right. Or even if you think about like Mario galaxy, that's a weird concept, mm -hmm. but it works so well. Yeah. Super Mario sunshine, weird concept, a guy with a super soaker <laughs> cleaning things. <laughs> It yeah. works. If you think about Mario in general, he's a plumber that goes through pipes. It works. Like, I and what's crazy that. is I'm gonna have to agree with all of you guys on slightly underrated because there, there's not even like a much of a storyline. You know what I mean? Like we know Mario today is the same story every game, but yet still kills. So I'm gonna go slightly underrated too. Yeah, um, yep. you have Good. to. Good franchise. If they could do that middle ground, I would do the middle ground, but mm -hmm. I have to agree with you guys on that one. All right. So this one's going to be a movie. Since we um, – this one's three-parter, uh, there's going to be three topics instead of just two. I'm going to say first one, since we talked about Hogwarts, I'm going to say Harry Potter. <laughs> Underrated or overrated? The reason I brought this up is because I know both of your guys' backgrounds, and I want to hear you guys. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Uh, definitely Underrated. I think I think Harry Potter, the franchise in general, is probably one of the best storylines that's been created. There's been some some faults, but the core. There's so many different ways you can take that first one through seven, and there's so much from books to movies to even their games, which I played as a kid, which were so fun. Uh, definitely, definitely underrated. Underrated. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm. So as someone who didn't watch Harry Potter growing up, it's difficult for me to like look at it from the little I grew up watching this eyes like my colleague here. Uh overrated. Uh I watched these and and only the films. I don't know about anything else because I don't I'm not reading those books. Or, I tried an audiobook of it and that took me 30 years to finish too. So like it doesn't matter if it's audiobook or a regular book, it's still a long read. Uh overrated because the amount of hype i heard from not just like the guy i watched it with which is here on my screen but also the guy that i'm with here as well steven yeah like everyone and and the hype i they made it seem like i never heard about jesus you don't know what harry potter is no i don't i've never seen it you never seen harry potter like slipping no down. i've never seen harry potter and so when I went in with that mentality and I had to get through three grueling films of anything happening, I warned you about the three. I I, I, said, I tried. That's that's over. Okay, the, the hey, first you liked three, two a lot. You liked two. Hold on, hold on. Because the first one was so bad, I had no choice. <laughs> Anyways, 
so the first three movies were just the first one was really bad first off but the context of which i was told to put it in it made sense the bad mm-hmm. child actors uh yeah whatever I'll, I'll stay off that number one but that's part of the franchise so i think i have to include it well there's another i think that is it after four it might be the third one where they just walk around no, no, it's like the sixth one or something like that. The Horcruxes? Yeah, the yeah, the Horcruxes. Yo, no, that, the that's, that's seven part one. I can count that as like oh, also yeah, yeah, yeah. a part of the not good movies because they walk around for three hours straight yeah. and get absolutely nowhere. Nowhere whatsoever. Matter of fact, they're so mm-hmm. far off the mark that like the next film they bring them back to where they're supposed to be, and it's where they've already been the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. why do you even go that far out? So that's already half of the films not being good. The fourth film, okay, Scorsese himself couldn't have done better in that film, okay? <laughs> uh, the last 30 minutes of the final the film. Fire? Yeah, it's Goblet of Fire, right? Yeah, it's Goblet. The last one, the last 30 minutes of the final film, Avengers Endgame couldn't even be better than that, okay? Mm-hmm. That leaves me with four and a, and a half movies of just awful <laughs> garbage. So overrated by a mile because... This is going to sound crazy, but as someone who didn't grow up watching Harry Potter, I like Fantastic Beasts, the three we've gotten so far, way better than the first three or any of the three combined in the regular Harry Potter lore. So I'm going to have to say everything you just said was very valid, but I'm going with Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) I am biased like a mother. And and I'm going to say that you just did not you just didn't get it. You know what I mean? I it like Hunger Games just... better than I liked Harry Potter. Hunger Games isn't horrible, but it's not, that it's not terrible. Game. But it's, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, I think Harry Potter, the, the one of the best franchise movies of all time. The lore is amazing. And you can you get crazy deep into it. I like the lore. It's cool. When I was expl- when I got explained the lore of things, I was way more intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, so it that's makes- what you miss. That that's what you miss not knowing the books. Like the yeah. movies, there's the movies are good by themselves, but there's a lot of drawbacks that if you didn't know the book, you miss out on a lot of that. And Ain't my fault. Yeah, you yeah Ain't you do hit, miss a lot of backstory on certain characters and why they're there. Yeah, and the Godfather, I know, it's not the Godfather is the same way. It's only a small portion of the book. It's still one of the greatest made movies of all time. TV so speaking show. of the Godfather. The next one actually is the Godfather. The Godfather <laughs> is it going to be overrated or underrated? So, can I ask a clarifying question? What is this? The Godfather, without any knowledge of the Godfather Part Two. Hmm. Oh, that is a great point. We're going to say this is Godfather One and Two because okay. nobody looks at three, and we'll say. Because I use Harry Potter as in the whole franchise, we'll just throw one and two in there and uh, go that route. Okay. So go for it. Uh, I'm going to say. Mind your words here. (laughs) Yeah, these are fighting words. I'm going to say this movie is overrated. It's. Don't get. Again, the reason I had to clarify is because if you break them down, the first one ends in a mess and it takes a lot of part two to fix everything if it's by itself one not that good two (laughs) together it's great i know i'm I'm 
just digging myself a, a grave right here. But the fact that it's like the best movie of all time, that doesn't it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I think Godfather. it's a great movie. That's no, like, we're talking about being talked about here. The Godfather. Yeah, we're not talking about Harry Potter either. We're talking about the Godfather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, not not Iron Man three. The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I stand. Well, uh, so we're looking for a next new host or a new. Uh, <laughs> 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 Remise, real quick. Um, this is one where I could, where I could put in like just right, but I can't. Yeah, but so if under- I could have done that, I would, but. You, yeah. lean, you lean the wrong way. The yeah, problem. we definitely noticed. Uh, underrated. Um, I, 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 I. It's hard calling it underrated because it's perfectly rated. Right. Uh, Have you ever it, met someone that says I don't like this movie? No, never. No, never. overrated. I have, but hold on, no, no, but hold on. I have met folks that say it's on the top five or top ten. Underrated at that point. Yeah. Like yeah, Goodfellas, but- not above The Godfather. American mm-hmm. Gangster, no. Mm-hmm. Training Day, no. Those are iconic. Too. I've heard people say, and not just like of all time films, like right because Casablanca is like probably like, argument with Casablanca. I've gone with the one stuff like that. But when I say the best gangster film, and someone doesn't say The Godfather in the top three, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like saying you like pizza. You don't. Talk I don't know. I, I don't know how else to like say it. It's just like a perfect film. I mean, it's shot beautifully. Uh, yeah, it's paced really one. well. It, there's there's absolutely no messes in the ending whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's talking about. It, outside mm-hmm. of like being eager to like what's coming next, I followed along just fine. It was, it was all cleaned up. Uh, yeah. That's, I'm Michael, trying to remember. Michael's storyline might be just like one of the best pivots of a character ever. Uh, it's 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 great. I know that Brando. Brando. I mean, I don't know what to say. Marlon Brando was in it. Uh Great movie, great underrated by a mile. If it, if if it comes to one of these questions, underrated. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a hard one because it's 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 like Harry Potter. It's too good to be one or the other. That's Why true. Harry Potter. <laughs> I respect that. I respect redeeming quality. Um, like I could clip that alone, and we go viral just off of how dumb it sounded. Like Godfather and Harry Potter are the same thing. Like, no, no, that's the. I, if you take it out of context, yeah, that's what it's gonna I'm, look oh, like. I'm going. To, I'm clipping, and, and and we're clipping that. We're definitely, yeah. you are definitely gonna get canceled. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, it is underrated. It's one of them. It, it, people give it the love, but they don't give it that love of like, oh, they just say it to say it. But no, it's it's one of the best movies of all time. Amazing, if not the best. So this one, this last one, I am stuck in the middle. I can go one way or the other. I'm hoping. I know Matt's answer. Don't know yours. But this one's going to say Lord of the Rings. And we're going to end it on this mm. one. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Because I, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Are we encompassing The Hobbit with that or just Lord of the Rings? Lord, um, I am throwing the whole Lord of the Rings franchise in this. Hobbit, all of it. The Lord okay. of the Rings franchise. and Not in the video, just in the cinematic or the movies. Yeah, so the TV show we're not. No, right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Um, wow. Uh, I've had a, a revival of Lord of the Rings recently, not recently, but in my last couple years, where like my my brother was so far deep into the Lord of the Rings, like like, like how I'm with Marvel now, that like as a kid I didn't understand like what the I, don't, I didn't it was guys walking in a forest for lack of it like every that's the description right. Uh, and then I kind of wa- I rewatched. 
the Hobbit first off. Um, because the Hobbit's good. I always thought the Hobbit was good, in my opinion. Um, and then I watched rewatched Lord of the Rings with the Hobbit present. Like I kind of watched it out of order, right? Um, I think it is slightly underrated. Uh, now, before I would have said is it, I don't. It's this is beyond me. It's overrated by a mile. But after rewatching everything and putting the pieces together, uh, I got entroped with wanting to see like more content. I watched the TV show, for example, on Amazon Prime. Uh, underrated. I, I can't really say why. I just don't hear about it enough. When it like I hear about more about Harry Potter and more about like Star Trek and Star Wars than I do Lord of the Rings. And I think as a collection of films, it's better than Star Wars and better than Harry Potter. And I don't hear about it enough. In a collection of films, the pop culture part of it is different, but the, yeah. the cinema behind it, a better string of films than most franchises, I would say. Yeah. Massively underrated. <laughs> this Lord of the Rings is awesome. Like, if you're talking about just the films themselves, great. The music behind it, oh man, I could get lost in that music forever. Acting was great. Like, oh, I loved it. Shall not pass massive yeah massively that i get teared up in some parts in those movies where it's like it's hitting deep anytime you see sam and frodo having a conflict oh yeah um yeah massively so, massively both underrated. you guys gonna say underrated right massively not not just slightly like massively. slamming slamming that button down i am mm -hmm. also gonna say underrated um i am not a huge hobbit fan in those movies i i could have done without them just the three standalone movies pretty much by themselves mm -hmm. i could have been totally fine um what's weird is matt likes that movie and it's just them walking but then made fun of harry potter because they were just walking in a forest but i digress no. uh no 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 because 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 lord of the rings anything. establishes in the very first 30 seconds of the film <laughs> we are walking the screen across the entire world mm -hmm. therefore we're gonna walk for a long time but encounter things they encountered nothing except for like that one thing where Ron almost killed him with the sword or something like that. The or, only, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's it. That's it. The only thing I have a problem with with Lord of the Rings is Gandalf had a bird. Why did they just get on the bird and fly and that's drop what the ring? He off? says, He says, Fly, you fools. And yet they walk. Yeah. Hmm? Why, why didn't they just fly? And just this movie could have been over. Like, yeah, they're fools. Uh, well, yeah, I guess easy enough gonna, answer for me, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> if a, if so, a wizard tells you to fly and, you, and you're like, nah, we're good. Yeah, fools would be the last thing I call somebody. There's going to be a whole bunch of other words coming out of my mouth, but you know what I mean? But I guess so, they had to get to where they were going. Here's another part where I think it's underrated and it's not talked about as enough uh, or as much as other, we'll call it like nerd, nerd culture. That's kind of like getting yeah, popularized. Yeah is it's like dungeons and dragons it's like it's like a weird a weird group is like very into that and i don't yeah. think that's been like normalized yet but the fact that they have their own language and it's like somebody came up with it but the fact that people like learn how to speak that language is, is kind of why it's like it's underrated where it's like it yeah. takes a whole For a sure. whole other okay. level Real quick to answer the question of why I looked it up. That's a good question. Uh, the fellowship and the ring bearer was made in secrecy and was supposed to be kept secret. 
if they flew over the towers into the the mountain, uh, it would have been pretty obvious. Not that it wasn't at the end of the film anyway, but the purpose of them was to be secretive, which is why they picked the little the little guy. Yeah, it makes sense. I just think it was dumb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you could also say the same thing about Harry Potter. Why didn't Voldemort just put himself in a penny and th- like went and bought bubblegum or threw himself in the ocean and mm-hmm. he would have lived to forever? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That makes no sense either. Matt probably doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I do that. I've watched so, the it's films. Like, it's like that could have just you, do easily... you get it. I don't think you fully get it. Yeah. Do you get I, it? I, 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 listen, listen. Do I you identify? No, I'm just kidding. I get it. It's about the biggest plot armor in the world. It's I, that question even isn't even as valid as me saying, why isn't this fool just tell him what to do in the first place? It's like going through seven films and seven years of Hogwarts to just tell him what to do anyway at the end of it. Just tell him what he needs to do and why he's there. And the first film ends it all. Same thing in Lord of the Rings, but you know, it is what it is. All right. I guess we're going to agree to disagree. And I guess where that was it overrated or underrated. I think there wasn't a lot of argument there. A lot of uh, agreeing. I tried to keep it PG 13 with these topics, but yeah, we'll run it back some other time. Figure Mm -hmm. it out. All right. You want to end us? Close it out, Matt. Yeah, yeah. This has been another uh, fun podcast with uh, the homies and Andrew. Uh, good conversations, good talks, good topics. Overall, great podcast, I think, guys. Uh, fun episode. We might have a different structure next week. We might not. Uh, we're still playing around with how we're going to do this, but I like how it's flowing. I think you guys like how it's flowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, until next week, this has been the Slightly Unqualified Podcast. And we are dipping out.